0: There's something bad here in the ground. It's like not good. It's not pure. We're so glad you're joining us at the Activity Continues podcast. Welcome to our very first episode of season three. If you're new here, we are friends, uh, soul sisters, as a psychic said once, right. who recap episodes of the TV show The Dead Files, and we talk about other creepy stuff, um, as well as mundane stuff about our lives, um, true crime, kind of anything, you name it, we talk about it. And I'm Megan. And I'm Amy. Thanks for joining us. This week, Amy is recapping the Dead Files episode called Terrorland. It is from Season 9, and it is Episode 12, and it originally aired on June 1st, 2018. And Amy, why don't you tell us why you chose this episode? Well, I was looking at the spreadsheet that we have of all of the
1: episodes we've done in the past, and I felt like Season 9 was underrepresented. We'd only done one or two, and so... I decided I was going to pick one from season nine. And then I just asked Janet Mm -hmm. uh, for the number between one and 13 and she gave me nine. And then when I looked at it, I was like, I remember this one being really cool because it's about an abandoned amusement park. Okay. Well,
0: the creep factor already off the I know. charts right now. I know. That's the problem uh, with just randomly picking episodes as it gets hard to follow. So thank goodness you have a spreadsheet. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, it's me. Of course I have a spreadsheet. I have a spreadsheet for everything in my life.
0: <laughs> I've been on TikTok <laughs> and I wish that I could bullet journal because some of the people who bullet journal, yeah, it's beautiful.
1: I know. It I tried doing one one year.
0: So soothing
1: mm-hmm.
0: i could i could watch it for hours just I know. people bullet journaling just and like I'm cutting not... the paper
1: and all that yes
0: yeah and they write it you know so nicely yeah.
1: i don't have that and good i don't have writing. that
0: no i do it for maybe a week and mm-hmm. then i'd be like fuck this that's right. exactly what i did i yeah. bought the whole
1: journal i bought the yeah. patents everything and i was like "Gonna." You know, i had my goals right. for the year like, and everything I'm so
0: organized yep.
1: and it was super fun uh for about maybe two weeks yeah and then I was like, ah, fuck that.
0: And then you're like, I'll just be disorganized. That's how I've lived.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's I'm pretty. I'm organized, but now I can't do it in a bullet journal. I can't no. I can't do it that way. That's
0: why I was a little late today because I've been crafting hard this week. And so my <laughs> and I record where I craft. And so mm-hmm. there was just fucking glitter everywhere and <laughs> resin clay, and clay. <laughs> I'm like, I could not. <laughs> so I cleared a little space. <laughs> That's right. That's good. That's good. But yeah, what have you been up to? I mean, it's been, it feels like a hot minute, but I don't think it's been a terrible amount of time. No,
1: I think, well, we just missed one. There's just one week that we did not record. And we did still put out a little something, something, Mm -hmm. but we recorded it separately. So um, what have we been doing? Um, Well, we had Christmas with the moms. Um, Yeah, we were sick for Christmas. So we had to stay home because we got
0: the colds. Yeah, it was really a bummer. And, you know, because it was more a bummer for us than it was for the kiddo because yeah. he's two. So he doesn't really understand what's going on. He doesn't know what he's um, missing. No, he doesn't know what he's <laughs> missing. Santa, I think, will start making an appearance next year. Oh, because um, I think he'll be old enough to where he can kind of understand oh, I'm getting presents and yeah. I can open these presents. Like this year, he just. We didn't like, act. for his birthday, he just took tissue paper out of bags and ran around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> didn't really get it. <laughs> so, Oh, funny. Um, so, yeah, we didn't, didn't really do much. Um, we haven't even opened presents yet. But John told me he did get me a combination of birthday and Christmas gift of new tires. So oh. that's all I wanted because <laughs> that's how you know you're old when your husband is like, do you want new tires? And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, I don't want that for Christmas. That's that's
1: uh something I should get anyway. <laughs> yeah. I want what something you- I want something like this
0: this fluffy thing that my mom gave me. Yeah. What uh what did you and Greg do for gifts? Do you guys exchange gifts? We did. Yeah, what did you get him? Oh,
1: I got him uh what did I get him? Oh, a couple calendars, a side okay. day-to-day calendar, which he had already bought one for himself. Of course he has.
0: That's the thing with like when you get older, you just tend to buy st- like yeah. buy stuff for yourself. Yeah. John's the same way. So was my dad. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have
1: bought it because it wasn't on his Amazon wish list. Uh-huh. But I saw it and I was like, oh, he needs he one of liked those. He that. Yeah. And I didn't know he'd already bought himself one. But he's OK because he'll bring one to work. Oh, perfect. Yeah. One into work more now. So so I bought him that. And then uh, also a wall calendar for, mm-hmm. the you know, the demotivators. Do you know what that is? Demotivators. You know, like when you go into a corporate office and they have like a picture of a rock like a cat
0: hanging, and it's
1: like, "Hang in there." No, not like that. But like um, the the ones that are like, I think that these posters are actually called motivators. But they're it's like a black background with the picture of like a mountain climbing thing, and then the bottom it says like ambition. And oh,
0: yes, yes, that kind of
1: thing. Yes, yes. Well, this is this is making fun of those. (laughs) So it says things like ambition and then it'll say, don't even bother trying. You'll never figure it out. That kind of thing. <laughs> and they're hilarious. Perfect. So I got him that. And mm-hmm. then um, I got him something else. I got a third thing. And then I also ordered him a robe that's not going to be here for another two weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. We haven't exchanged gifts yet, but I got John um, boxers from Manscaped because he said oh. how much he loved them. Yeah, so good. I got him a two pack of those. And then a shirt from Manscaped because I love our shirt. I love the I, they're shirt. they really that we soft. Had. It's so soft and comfortable. Yeah, it's really, I sleep So I in got it him sometimes. that. And the, oh my God, I do too. That's the only, that's really when I wear t shirts, those to sleep or work out. Uh, um, like I don't really wear them around the house much except uh, as pajamas. Um, uh, okay. And then I also got him a Star Wars shirt, t shirt. Mm. So I wanted to get him something to open it. Because we have several Christmases. Yeah. So I wanted to get him something to open at each Christmas. Each one, yeah. 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 Cool. So. Greg did also
1: get me a pair of pajamas that were on my wish list. They're nice. satin and they're purple. Uh-huh. And I wore them last night and I almost slid right out of bed. Do you have satin? Slid right into the middle of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I even said to Greg this morning, I'm like, these are super comfortable. But if my sheets were satin too, I would have slid right out. out. You'd slid I'd right have been right on the, floor. the bed.
0: <laughs> They're really comfy, though. That's funny. Yeah.
1: All right. Should we get in?
0: Yeah, let's just pop in.
1: Let's just jump right and in. And I have
0: not listened to this yet. or I mean. Watched it. Watched
1: it. I will tell you, there's quite a bit of child death in history. And so I'll, I'm will i trying okay. to just, like, I'm not even going into the details. I'm going to try to just gloss over it because it's it's a lot, but it's not, it's not current. You know what I mean? That's it's so. a
0: little easier if it's not yeah.
1: current. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Let's uh, let's do this. Okay. Everybody let's do it to it. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, this is Diane. And this is Kelly of the history goes bump podcast. We are in our 10th year of production for the podcast. And we can say without reservation that no other podcast has covered as many haunted locations as we have. We prove that history isn't boring. It's terrifying. Find History Goes Bump wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it spooky.
1: Okay, so the uh, episode was called Terrorland, and it's uh, uh, season, oh, I wrote season 12, episode nine. You mean
0: season nine, episode 12? Yeah, that's what I think it
1: is. Okay. I had written in my notes, season 12, episode nine. The original air date is June 1st, 2018, and I already told you about why I chose it. Um, Okay, this takes place in Lake Shawnee, West Virginia.
0: Ooh, East Coast. West Virginia. That's where the Mothman is, isn't it? West Virginia? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I think it is West Virginia. Maybe. West Virginia. You got a lot of shit going on. Yeah.
1: So the client is Chris, and he owns an abandoned theme park. And he's worried about his mother who lives there and the volunteers who work there. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. Hang on. Okay. Also, it's not abandoned. His mom lives on the property in a nice house. It's not abandoned. Mm -hmm. It has gone into disrepair and they have left it there doing that. Okay. So so, um, client experiences are they've seen full body apparitions, shadows, they're hearing voices, and they're being pushed and shoved. So we meet Chris. He's talking to Steve, and he says he's worried that the activity is picking up. And okay. his mom lives on the property. He lives nearby with his family. So Steve is like, "All right, help me out here. What's going on? What what is this? What's this all about?" And he says they give history tours and ghost hunting tours. Oh, on he's the property. Be mad. He's yeah, I know. That's what I say. I'm like, ooh, Amy's not gonna like that. And mm-hmm. then Steve preps him that Amy's probably not gonna be down with this.
0: No, because oh okay. I'm already annoyed. Like I know. You call in a ghost hunting team or not a ghost hunting, but investigators. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, and we give ghost hunting tours. So yeah. you're already yeah, it, it, ticking the spirits it, it, off or pissing them off or right. not pissing them off, but like what sort I'm looking for agitated yeah like like kind of stirred it up thank you stirring yeah. up activity and then you're like i don't know why there's activity here
1: can't imagine it must be my dandelion in a jar <laughs> <laughs> that guy <laughs> that guy what's his name like dave elvis elvis. elvis anywhere
0: oh don't elvis it is dandelion in a jar oh my god
1: anyway so Chris's dad bought this property in 1985 Mm -hmm. and he wanted to restore it and reopen it as an amusement park. How'd that go? Well, (laughs) I will tell you that some of the stuff that went on in the episode was not exactly what happened in real life. Okay. i read a couple articles later. Okay. Also, this location has been on several ghost shows. Right. And I watched three of them. Okay. And some of them tell a different story, which really? I'll get to at the end. But. Was
0: one of the ghost shows with Back Zagans? No,
1: it wasn't. Really?
0: Okay. No, it wasn't. Okay. I mean, he
1: might have done it, but I didn't see that. Okay. He probably did. He probably did. Um. So Chris's dad passed away from cancer in 2010. He lived on the site until he passed, but he did not die there. Mm-hmm. He died in the hospital. And um, I, my notes say I have more on this that wasn't in the show. I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay, stand by, stand, stand by. Uh, Chris's brother lived there too, and he also died, but of a heart attack. But he was only fifty-one years old.
0: Heart attack. Me.
1: Yeah. That's scary.
0: Heart attacks are common with ghosts. We've learned.
1: I know. I know. And that you'll. This is. It is due to the energy of the house mm-hmm. or of the land so he won't sell it because it was his father's dream he said he's at the point where quote going to let the land do what it wants if the land wants to create itself back into an amusement park we'll let it happen but if it doesn't we'll just follow the land
0: how is the land land going to turn itself into an amusement park exactly are there fairies uh, nymphs i know the the ferris wheel is like
1: covered in weeds yeah. Like, you can barely see there's a Ferris wheel underneath there. There's so wow. much stuff. Wow. And so I'm like, do you think the land is just going to clear itself of its weeds? What do You yeah. You have to do something. You yeah. do have to work a little bit. You can't just wish it. Yeah. So I don't know what he's getting at there. And this whole thing sounded really weird to me. Like, it I sounds was like, this sketch. guy.
0: It sounds sketch. It sounds like he, especially given the fact that you said it's been on several other shows. Mm-hmm. sounds like he's kind of a. He's looking for publicity. Attention seeker. Yeah. Yeah,
1: He's looking for publicity for his his thing. And not so much that he wants to get rid of any ghosts. I'm not saying it's not haunted. I think it is. But I don't think I think it's like I think he came into this with a different
0: Who was that other guy that did the exact same thing, went on several ghost shows and what was was it an inn in California? A a hotel maybe? Yeah, it was something because he was they were doing ghost tours with it. Mm Mm-hmm an inn or a bar or something.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I think I know which one you're talking about. And he it was, was a, the girl that got murdered in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah.
0: And he was on other ghost shows, like yep. say different things. This sounds yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, it does. I'm a little skeptical. I'm not, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm a little skeptical. So, um, then they, uh, Steve is talking to Chris outside the mom's house. It's a really nice house. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's nicely kept up, but it's big and she lives there by herself. Um, but he says that she'll call him in the middle of the night and he has to go down there and make sure she's okay, which does not jive with information we learn later. But anyway, Steve's, Steve asks what experiences Chris has had. And he says he'll see images out of the corner of his eye and Steve's uh, are, are like shadows. And he says, why don't you just assume that it's shadows or people walking around? And he said, because no one is allowed on the property. It's private property and nobody's allowed on it. And I'm oh, like, because nobody okay.
0: ever goes on private property.
1: Right. And so, except for your family and your mom and your people and that And the work volunteers. Yeah. Again, a lot of that stuff he said didn't make any sense. And I think I might have been picking up on Steve's vibe because I got the impression that Steve was like, you sound like you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. And because he was questioning him. Mm-hmm. And like when he was asking this guy about his own experiences, he kept talking about what other people see. And he's like, uh, let's talk about what you see. What are your – he had to bring him back to mm-hmm. that. And then the guy just said he feels like a pressure on his back sometimes when he's mowing on the tractor mower.
0: So could it be the seat that you're sitting in?
1: Well, he said it was on his back, like his neck. Oh, unless maybe it's maybe I don't know. I don't. I didn't think that tractor seats went up. All no, I don't the think back, they but, did. But
0: yeah. it sounds like Steve probably checked out when he said he does ghost tours. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's I would have yeah. checked out because I would he have been like, did. OK, you called us in here to investigate activity but, that I you're mean, instigating. But they the, the
1: production team goes and spends months right. looking up these people. So he had to have known that going into it. Steve, because he's involved in all of that. Amy right. might not have known, but he's involved. And maybe
0: they don't tell him that. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Anyway, he didn't this, actually
1: seem shocked. He just said, "I want to tell you, Amy's probably not going to be." Okay
0: she won't. With this. She'll be. She'll be ticked because well, you're not respecting the the deceased. You're not respecting right. them. Right. You're teaching them. You're treating them as uh, a spectacle. Where's uh-huh. that hard for me this morning? But <laughs> that's okay.
1: So Chris says he thinks that his dad and brother are both there and they're protecting the place. Okay. And he wants it to be protected. Right. Okay, so now Amy says, when she's going through, she says there are at least 12 conscious entities here. Mm -hmm. She doesn't feel safe. They don't want her here. Mm -hmm. This was sacred land, Mm -hmm. and they didn't want it taken. So, of course, we're going back to white man stealing the natives' land. Yep. Yep. She says she feels like she's being
0: strangled. Especially in West Virginia. That's like where they, one of the first places they settled. Is it? I think. Hmm. I don't know enough about that stuff.
1: I should, but I don't.
0: I think Jamestown is close to West Virginia, or okay. I know it's on the East Coast. That's okay. We're narrowing it down to the entire East Coast. We're narrowing it down that half of the world,
1: yeah, Ooh. or that half of the country. Um, yeah, I, I want to say I have probably learned more about Native American stuff just by watching this show than I ever did in school or anything else. So I
0: watched Pocahontas, so oh. which is very historically accurate. <laughs> very historically accurate. I'm yep. sure. Yep.
1: All right. So Amy says she feels like she's being strangled. Um, there are natives who do not want her here. Mm-hmm. She sees blood dripping from the chains. She says, and Matt asks her, "What? You know, what are you talking about?" There's a, there's a swing set there that's like the kind that's like a pole with a <gasps> big disc on top and the swings hang on. Yes. Oh, I loved that ride. That was the out.
0: funnest ride. Oh, it scares
1: me. It's oh, I so, love it. it. Looks so dangerous. But they have one of those there, but it's all overgrown. And right. well, so she's talking about the chains from better the swings hang from. I don't like that. No. And this movie or this uh, episode has a lot of really cool. Like whoever did the photography in this, mm-hmm. ten stars because really, really cool. Like ways of shooting the the different rides and mm-hmm. the pool and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Nice. And I, I was like, oh my god, I got to take a picture. I did take. Some pictures with my phone of Some my pictures. computer screen. Yeah, that means pictures.
0: <laughs> Back in the day, Back that used to be how you in the day, You actually had to hold a camera and yeah, push a and button. You push
1: the button on the top. And you
0: didn't know how the picture turned out no. until you developed it. Yep. 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 And if you were like. And if your finger was in the way or mm-hmm. you were moving. Yeah, there wasn't even a,
1: an indicator. You just no. looked through a hole. Yeah. So you couldn't tell if your finger was in the way. No.
0: It was just, it was a mystery. Can't believe we were alive in those times. Oh, gosh. can't. Basically so the old days. I mean, it is the old days. <laughs> amazed we even had running water at that point. I know, right? Indoor plumbing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, so Steve is now talking to Jewel. That is Chris's mother who lives mm-hmm. there. Um, she asks, he asks her if she feels like it's unsafe. And she says no. She said Chris wants her to go live with him, but she won't. So I'm getting the impression that she loves it there. She's yeah. fine. And Chris just wants her to go live with him. And so he's
0: like, making it seem like it's that's, worse than yes, it is. I was just going to say that he's. Mm. And he, if that's true, then he's kind of a piece of shit. If he's trying to manipulate people this way. Yeah. Yeah. If I she's happy living on Shut her up. own and she can do it and she's not in danger. But see, then I'm
1: like, why did he say she calls him in the middle of the night and makes him come down there? She's not scared. No.
0: She seems fine. Yeah. If if what she's saying is true, yeah, she's just enjoying living her right. out her golden days. You right. know, most right. most people who when they get older they don't want to live with their kids. Yeah, unless they have to.
1: Unless they're Barbie
0: <laughs> My mom wants to. <laughs> you would
1: not survive. Yeah, there's no way we could live together. Um, anyways, back to anyways.
0: So, so he's making, it's, he sounds like he's manipulating her.
1: It does kind people. of sound like that.
0: I mean, and I, you know, like I said, in the other shows I watched, he didn't,
1: he seemed fine. He was normal, but mm-hmm. this one, he did not come across very well. Anyway, yeah. so Jewel says that she, that things are moving in the house. She's had experiences. She's just mm-hmm. not scared. Mm-hmm. She said that um, things are moving like pencils, keys, paper. Sure. She'll set it down. She'll come back in the room. They're gone. Maybe then it's they like show a brownie. That's what I was thinking. I even yeah. wrote house brownies. Yeah. Um. She's got, she, she said they, they always come back mm-hmm. sometimes right away, sometimes tricksters a week later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then she said she saw what she called an Indian warrior. And Steve said, how do you know it was a warrior? And she said he was shirtless and he was holding an instrument. Like, and she went like, raised her hand like it was a tomahawk or something. Yeah.
0: Like, like a weapon not an yeah, instrument. A
1: weapon. Yeah. So Steve says, if I walked in and there was an Indian warrior holding a weapon, I think I'd be a little uneasy about it. And she goes, maybe you would. <laughs> I love her. I it, love was her. it was great. She was great. And then yes. she just got this like little smirk. Oh, she's, she was adorable. <laughs> maybe so, you um, would. Maybe you would, but I'm tough. <laughs> she says that both, she, or both her husband and her son, the two who have both mm-hmm. passed, have had experiences. And Steve asks how her husband took it when it didn't seem like his dream was going to come true and the place wasn't going to be restored. And I just have to say, this is really weird. It didn't seem weird at the time because I hadn't watched the other episodes yet. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she answers um, that he probably felt like they were failures because they couldn't get anything working right. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what she meant by working. Right, I'm like, what, what happened? Did they run out of money? Could they not find parts for the rides? Or they never said why
0: mm-hmm. it
1: wasn't rehabbed. And then I wrote in my notes unless Chris really did mean that it was going to repair itself. Yeah, and it just
0: never happened. The land just yeah. was going to fix itself magically, jump up and start pulling fix, those weeds off of the yeah, ferris wheel. And, and fix items that aren't part of the land. Like a Ferris right. wheel isn't nature, natural. Exactly. What's he going to do? But nuts and bolts into it, like what? <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: Oh, it was bizarre. It was very bizarre. Um. Anyway, then uh, oh, she thinks whatever wants, whatever is here wants to be the attraction.
0: Oh, so it wants to focus on it.
1: That's what she thinks. Yeah. Steve asks if she thinks that the son's heart attack was paranormal at all, and she said, "I've never thought about that. Mm, probably is. Yeah." So now we're at Amy, and she says multiple people probably experience experience stuff. She's feeling like someone who is alive is panicking about things being moved. And I'm like, yeah, but she's not. She's not panicking. She's. I mean, maybe Chris is panicking on her behalf, but
0: she's cool as a cucumber. She did not care. She's like, okay, just bring it back when you're done. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I could use it by Tuesday, thanks. Yeah, please don't take my car for a joyride. I need an oil change.
1: (laughs) Or get the oil change while you're. Or get the
0: oil change. Oh, and fill it up with gas, please. Yeah. (laughs) Give me new tires. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And not as a Christmas present. Not as a Christmas
1: present. <laughs> so um, she says a living person associated with the property is having issues with their heart. And she sees a male who had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. She says it's a result of being exposed to the energy. And it comes from the Native Americans who don't want anyone there. Mm-hmm. Now Steve is talking to Chris's son, Christian, who's probably about nine or ten. Oh, Cute little kid. Yeah, And he tells Steve that he often feels like someone's watching him or walking behind him. Like he'll hear footsteps behind him and he'll stop and then he'll hear a couple more like footsteps in the grass behind him. Mm -hmm. And so he said one time he was on the swings or at the swings and he felt someone grab him and hold his arms down to his side like Mm -hmm. so that he couldn't move his arms. Mm -hmm. And uh, Steve asked him if he would stay there, stay overnight there. And he said, no, (laughs) no. And he said, would you ever stay at your grandma's house overnight? And he kind of laughs a little like, this is no. And I wrote, I'm thinking grandma likes it there. Nobody bothers her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Grandma's <laughs> got a sweet gig. Yeah. She goes over to see the grandkids and then she's like, yeah. okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm going home now to my house with no to my, children in to My quiet house where things <laughs> randomly disappear. It's probably Just entertaining. Just me and the warrior. Maybe she's got a spreadsheet. She kind of guesses what is going to disappear go. next. There you go. Like today it was the keys. Tomorrow it's my <laughs> zipper, my buttons. I don't know. How would you, the zipper, that was a terrible, that was a terrible example. <laughs> Maybe she's a
1: sewer in the zippers. There we she go. a whole box full of zippers. Thank you for saving yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks. So Steve talks to a bunch of people who are there, but they don't name any of them. They're okay. like the They're people, like people that work there. They're like volunteers. Yeah. Are, I, they might be people who have visited, but I'm pretty sure he, they never say who they are. They don't give their yeah. name. They don't say they just say, hey, you experienced something, right? Right. And then they say what they've experienced. And they're mostly things like they saw a man walking on the road who just vanished. Mm-hmm. Um, shadow figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, one guy said he was pushed, I think. So we're back at Amy and she says there's n- there's something here that is not human. It's about eight feet tall and it's wearing robes. And she says it was behind us on the road. Really, Like when they were driving in. She said, it's not native, Mm -hmm. but it's old. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to keep people away because bad things happen to people here. So he's not bad. So he's like a protector. Yes. He's trying to keep people away. She said, he's not bad, but he is scary. Mm -hmm. So big. Then she sees a child who's eight or nine years old, who has taken upon himself to be the guard. Mm -hmm. He's watching all the time. He's solid black. And he says they should not have built a park here for children.
0: And it makes her really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's actually a child or some entity portrayed themselves as a child.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, there were children that died on this
1: mm-hmm. property, so it could be one of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. They never really say if it was or not. Mm-hmm. But so then uh, I wrote, Steve is asking the hard questions. Who the hell built an amusement park in the middle of nowhere and why did it shut down?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I believe that's how he said it. So he, he asked the tough ones. Yeah. He does. He uh, he asked what we're all thinking. Yeah. And it really seems to be in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but he meets up with a historian named Pat Smith, a female Mm -hmm. Pat, who Mm -hmm. uh, has a story to tell. And the reasoning for the location is that it's at the intersection of two main roads, and there was some uh, coal mining down there, and the coal miners would use those roads, and so that was a place for the families to come. They could bring their families there, and it was kind of like it was an area they knew about. And they didn't mention this um, in the episode. But in another article I read, there were little cabins on that property oh, okay. that people could rent out for the weekends yeah. for like ten dollars. Yeah. Like a resort and their or their family. Something. Yeah. It was really more like a resort. There mm-hmm. was um there was a pool. And by pool I mean basically it was a pond. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a, you know,
0: pool that we pool or think or of. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: And so it was like a swimming hole. And then there was a bathhouse; they called it, but it's like where they had dances and parties and stuff like that. yeah. I know it looked really cute, that and really they could fun. like rent a canoe and yeah. on the water. And all. yeah, it, was it sounds really like cool. a very like
0: primitive resort. Yeah, yeah. It sounds. I don't know. It sounded sounds really fun cool to, me. to me. I know. As long as you have indoor plumbing, and beds.
1: Yes, I believe they had. Well, it was 1926, so okay, this so is yeah. the story. Talks. Conley Snide, Snido. Uh, Open the property. I know, right? He sounds like a car-
0: cartoon character. <laughs> hey, I'm with the, Conley Schneider. With, with yeah, one yeah, of those mustaches like that mustache, you twirl. <laughs> yeah, like the Monopoly guy has. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, is it the Monopoly guy that doesn't have a mustache? That's a Mandela effect, or is it that he doesn't have a monocle? No, he has a monocle, right? Yeah. I'm gonna look it up right now. Or I'll is cut it the I guy. But I remember there was. I was reading about Mandela effects.
0: Which I don't really understand. Is that just something that we think happened that didn't happen? Yes, but
1: like, like the whole the world thinks it happened.
0: With yeah. the fruit of the loom? Really? Like all that, like everybody. Like everybody
1: thinks he had, oh, he does have a mustache. You're right. Maybe and a monocle. The Pringles guy? The Pringles has a mustache too. He came up too. Anyway, let me find my notes again. Connelly
0: Sniddle.
1: Kindly, Connolly Snydo. Snydo. Uh, Snydo. Snydo, I don't remember exactly. Um, opened the property in 1926 uh, there were three deaths connected to Lake Shawnee it was called Lake Shawnee Fun Park I believe mm-hmm. and this is where you skip ahead if you don't want to hear about kids Okay. so in
0: 1927 <laughs> that's my skipping ahead sound.
1: <laughs> you're welcome it, like I said I'm not going to get into too, too much detail yeah. but Snydell's three year old daughter was killed at the hotel where they lived so not even at the property, but mm-hmm. she explains how the child died. Uh, I'm not going to get into it, but it doesn't make sense to me when she, the way she describes it. I'm like, uh, uh, well, now uh, you have to whatever. tell me because I want to okay. know. She says she died. Um, Well, the child was crushed in an elevator. Okay. I don't, she says something like she tried to grab the floor and she, I think what happened, I don't really know. Amy here, I will let her explain it to you. Skip ahead a little bit if you don't want to hear this.
0: One day, she ran for the elevator to get on it. She grabbed for the floor of the elevator, and it pulled her up and crushed her between that and the doors.
1: Elevator accident. Yeah. And then in 1961 and in 1966, two boys drowned in the pool. Mm -hmm. And so when that happened, um, Snydo closed the park. She tells about this pat. She talks about how she came to the park when she was little. And she was in the pool and something grabbed her and pulled her down mm-hmm. into a hole, she said. And her dad had to pull her out by her hair. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. So I was
1: telling Greg about this last night and he said, that sounds like catfish. It, a, a catfish, you know, they get really yeah. big. Yeah, they get they huge. Could, they could have grabbed her and pulled her into their hole.
0: But are catfish predatorial or are they more? I thought they were more scavenger. I don't know, but because if they're predatorial, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know,
1: but Greg was referencing the Jeremy Wade shows, you know, the monsters shows. Yeah, yeah, he's so badass. I know he is.
0: He's like, oh, he there's is. ten foot fucking piranhas. I'm gonna go way down and catch them. <laughs> like, okay, Jeremy. He's nuts. He's he is nuts.
1: Uh, he's fun to watch. Though. Yeah, he is. So I found this little the little girl in the elevator thing never that was never brought up mm-hmm. in any of the other articles, anything else mm-hmm. I've read. But what was not brought up in this episode, but was in everything else mm-hmm. is that in the 1950s, a little girl was killed near the swings. So okay. some say she was waiting for the swings, waiting in line to get on. And some say she was on the swing, but the way they talked about it in one of the episodes, can't remember which show it was. I think I wrote it down later. Um, That she was on the swings and she was moving. The swing was going this way and there was a a soda truck, a pop truck. (laughs) Some called it a pop truck. And I'm like, hey, that's a Midwestern thing. And it slid in the mud and it basically collided with the swing set and she swung into it. And so, I don't know. So she... Anyway, she was hit by a truck. A truck on the the swings. On the swings. Okay. So... And she was never mentioned in the mm. Dead episode, but she was mentioned in every other episode.
0: I wonder if they might and have cut it. They might have it cut it. It doesn't seem like they would leave something like that out. Well, no, especially because all of the
1: other episodes, all of the other shows I watched, she's like the prominent ghost. Really? That's there that everybody sees. Yeah. Really? So I don't know what happened. Maybe because Amy didn't see her, they. I was just cut it thinking
0: that if Amy didn't have any interactions with her. And not to say that. She's not real or Amy doesn't have skills, but maybe the right. ghost just didn't want to interact with Amy. Yeah. Maybe she's just taking the day off. Yeah. Who knows? I'm sure mediums and psychics don't interact with every single entity ever I'm, all the time. I'm sure they
1: don't. I'm sure they don't. They're just, you know, they're, however they're mm-hmm. energetically aligned or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you show Amy again, and she says that she feels tragedy and she knows that some people died here when it was a park. She said two people got hurt or died in the 1960s. Horrible accidents.
0: So Two boys, that's those little boys. Sixty, yeah, ooh. sixty-one and sixty-six.
1: 66. Mm-hmm. So now Steve is meeting with Danny Barry, who is a genealogist,
0: not a gynecologist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the original owners of this land were ambushed by Native Americans, and it was a bloodbath. So mm-hmm. the story is Mitchell Clay; he was the original owner, and in 1775 he moved onto the land with his wife Phoebe and fourteen children. Holy crap! I know they said fourteen. I read an article that said 13. And then when Chris was on, the owner, was on a different show, he said 17 children. So, uh, somewhere between 13 and 17 children this person had. That's too big. So, kids. Yeah. It's all kids. I know. And they showed the log cabin where they lived.
0: It's I'm like sure the it size tiny. of my downstairs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: For 16 people. That's, or or 20 19. People, yeah. <laughs> so, um the Shawnee tribe had come through there to hunt, but they didn't really live on that land since the 1400s. Mm-hmm. And this was 1775. Mitchell, the dad, and two of his oldest sons had gone out hunting, mm-hmm. and left two of the other sons at home to work on a fence. And then the mm-hmm. rest of the family was in the house. Mm-hmm. The Shawnee Indians, yes, even the genealogist used the word Indians, okay, which I thought was odd. Yeah, um, came by and murdered and scalped two of the kids, kidnapped another kid, and took him. Took left with him. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's what kidnapping means. um <laughs> Didn't need to explain that. Amy explained. You almost spit out your coffee. My coffee.
0: <laughs> so he kidnapped him, and what I mean by that is he actually <laughs> took him from where he lives against. He removed his him will, from the premises against his will, against and his took will. him to yeah. a different location.
1: Different second location. Never, never let him take you to a second location. <laughs> no,
0: you got to so, fight or make yeah. him kill you.
1: Yeah, and make sure you scratch him and get. Get you know, the, the, the DNA. DNA under your finger. Yep. Wouldn't help this guy, but. Okay, so dad comes home to find his kids dead. dead and, and so he gathered, and one missing. So he gathered <gasps> his posse. Up. Yeah. And uh, they went after the Shawnee. I don't know how he knew where they were going. Right. Um, he found them, but it was too late. They had tortured and burned their kid at the stake.
0: They burned him?
1: Mm-hmm. Babies. I know. He was a teenager. He was like 17 or something, I wonder... still.
0: Why? These were all
1: teenagers. These kids were all teenagers. I
0: wonder why. Like, what was was there a reason, or was it just like they the Shawnee felt they were on their land? Yeah, and it I think was that's what it was. Okay. Even though they hadn't lived there for three hundred years, I don't know. that seems or like maybe long they were just to- you know it was just because they saw quote unquote white men on their land mm-hmm. and and felt they were taking from them. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. Yeah. That's still terrible. So
1: the Clays then sold the property and moved away. I don't blame them. Yeah, no. Bless God, their, oh God. I know. So Amy, this is confusing to me. I mean, in this grand scheme of things, Amy sees a bunch of happy people. She says they're all white. Um, they're talking, eating, drinking, dancing. It's around the 1760s. Mm-hmm. She sees a covered wagon and she says, then the Native Americans went a little nuts. She hears people screaming and yelling and running around and being murdered. Okay. She says there's a lot of pain here. There are souls not at rest.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and this was before the Clay family.
1: Well, this was in the 1760s, yes. And the Clay family was the in 70s. 1783. Okay. My. So that had to have been something else that they didn't talk about.
0: My initial It couldn't have been that same story. Could be maybe it was like a caravan of people mm-hmm. who were, you know, just coming through, just going through. Mm hmm. But yeah, that's... I yeah, mean, I
1: don't think it's the fa- the Clay family. No, Although Steve brings it up later and says, I think you're talking about blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, that was 20 years That was years 20 apart. years apart. And they were not la- laughing, drinking, talking, partying. They were working.
0: Yeah.
1: And there was only two of them outside working. Mm-hmm. The rest of the family was in the house. Yeah. There was no covered wagon. So I don't right. think it's the same. No. Same
0: that sounds to me like it's either like a caravan passing through and they made a stop for the night or yeah. something like that.
1: Yeah. That's what I think. So now we go back to Steve, and he's digging, to the digging through the archives at the local archives. library. Yep, yep. Montage. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love those. It's fun to see all these different libraries, especially yeah. in these small towns. It's really cool, that.
0: and you can just I know. smell
1: it too. Libraries you can awesome. smell I know, the right? library.
0: I know that old, like musty book smell. <laughs> yeah, oh, it makes me so
1: happy. Uh huh. I know, like old old bookstores. Oh yeah, I love it. I'd oh. love to work in an old bookstore. I,
0: I would never books. have a paycheck. No,
1: I know. I know. I know. It would just be a fun thing to do, not for money.
0: Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Take that would be money. a fun job in retirement if you wanted to work yeah. and, you know, not. Yeah. Just be bored all day. Work at a. Right. That
1: would be fun. Yeah. Especially if you're a big reader and you know a lot of books and you can help people pick mm-hmm. books and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would love that.
0: Side note: I found a, a potential website where you read books and you review books and you get paid. Really. I'm tr- I'm sorting through it right now, um, like trying to figure it out. It's there are a lot of rules like when you're reading the books, you have to if there's a vulgar word, you have to write down what the word is and oh. what page it starts. So on. you can
1: tell people what to look for. Yeah. Yep,
0: And then you have to write up to 10 words and their pages, anything beyond 10. You don't have to write. Um, you have to write the same for any like erotic scenes that happen or sexual scenes. You have to uh-huh. write that down uh-huh. and, um, your first few books are free until they can decide if you're like a, a good reviewer. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. The thing that I'm kind of struggling with, and I've only looked at on my phone, I think after this, I'm going to look on the computer is I don't quite understand how you download it to a device like Mm. it doesn't seem like it's compatible with all devices so like my iphone it doesn't when it 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 was i was scrolling through and it said what device are you reading this on it only listed e-readers like it didn't have android it didn't have iphone it didn't have a google well if you can get kindle that wasn't not that i mean i have the kindle app Mm -hmm. but i don't have a kindle device
1: Right. No, I don't I don't either. But like I borrowed a book from the library, an mm-hmm. ebook from the mm-hmm. library using the app Libby. Yep. Yep. And a lot of people allo- use that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it allowed that's... me to open it in Kindle. I'm reading the I'm book sh- in Kindle.
0: I'm sure there's a way. I just haven't figured it out yet. Yeah,
1: there's gotta be a way. But
0: yeah. I mean it's not a lot. I think it was like thirty to sixty bucks a review. So you're not gonna get rich. It's not gonna be But if you're gonna read all those books anyway. Yeah, if you're gonna read anyway and if you like reading. Yeah. 30 to 60 bucks a book. Yeah. You know, it's not bad, especially if you read quickly. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. So, anyways, that's a little blurb. I'm, once I find out more, I'll, uh, okay. Let, I'll me know. let you know. I'll put it in the show notes. I'm trying to, to, cause it would be, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. And there's all, you can choose the book. There's all different genres. There's shorter books. There's longer books. There's, so I'm trying to find a shorter one to start. Mm hmm. Because it's, I mean, it's, you can't just skim through it. Like right. you have to, and you have to look for like grammatical errors and punctuation and all of that. So
1: if you could look at it, um, if you could read it on Kindle, you could do like a search yeah, and search for words or whatever. That mm-hmm. would be easy. And then you could find the page numbers. And really you could really highlight
0: and it and you could bookmark mm-hmm. it and yep, make and notes. Back. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah. I hope it pans out because I think that'd be really yeah. fun. It would be fun. But anyway, sure. I'm so sorry I derailed this. okay. But old books, so, dig into the archives.
1: Dig into the archives. So he finds an article about a brutal murder. All murder. All, all murder. Brutal, brutal. For, for Steve. Steve. Yep. Um, happened in 1935 uh, on or near the property. He said the local cops won't talk to him about it, but he has a friend named Matt McGrew who will. Oh, my God. If that's not the most detective name I know. you've ever heard in your life. I know. Isn't it great? So Matt McGrew tells uh, Steve about James Craft
0: Belcher. Any Love relation to Tina Belcher from Bob's I know Burgers. that's <laughs> the
1: first thing I thought of too. <laughs> I'm like probably not because she's a cartoon, but no, um, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. <laughs> Which actually, the cartoon thing um, that's going to come up in a hang on when okay. you see that never mind okay. I don't want to get I don't want to give away too much So his grandparents owned the property in the early 1900s he grew up there. he was seeing a woman named Myrtle Taylor she was 19. he was 25 and this is the Jack this person. is uh, James Craft Belcher
0: Tina's cousin Tina's <laughs> ancestor
1: <laughs> So uh, May 11th 1935 he sees her eating dinner with another man. At a restaurant, I believe. He picks a fight. She refuses to go with him, but he forces her into the
0: car. So, Never let him take you to another location. I know.
1: know. So they stop the car and get out, and he shoots her twice in the head. Then he puts her back in the car. She's still alive. (gasps) And he drives her to the hospital. Alive. Yep. He drove her to the hospital. And then she died a few hours later. Oh, my God. I know. Imagine how much pain she must have been in.
0: Bless her. Heart. Oh, for having so, dinner with somebody else.
1: I know. Well, And you didn't and here's even know the, if
0: it was a romantic dinner.
1: I know. Well, I know. And here's the thing too. He was married. He was separated, but he was married and she was his mistress. So who the fuck does he get to decide she can't? Whatever. Made me. Angry. I
0: found in my experience, meaning shows that I've watched, it's the people who are Cheating are always the ones who have the highest moral ground in the relationship. Of course. Like, how dare you yeah. see somebody else when you're yeah. with me? Meanwhile, yeah. I go home to I my do separated yeah. spouse. But Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, it was the 50s. I'm sure they still live together. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It's Actually, not, it was 1935.
0: Oh, so even, yeah, they so totally even older. live together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Like, whats What How is she going to move out? She probably doesn't have a job. Right probably doesn't have any education.
1: can you think about these poor women back then that just had nowhere to go? They had
0: nowhere to go. They had to stay. in Either live with your family, your
1: parents, or are
0: you? And be a complete pariah and judged and shunned and thought of as a failure, even though you did nothing wrong. Right. I hate everybody. Okay. I know. Moving on. Well, let's be glad we don't live in that time. Thank the Lord.
1: So he goes on trial, but he pleads insanity. The jury does not believe him. He goes to prison. I know. He died there in 1993 when he oh, was 85. Wow,
0: so he was in prison for like 60 years. Most of his life. He was 25
1: Good. when the murder happened. Good. So Steve makes a comment about how it's a shame he was never hung for this. So I guess we know where Steve stands on capital punishment. <laughs> I'm with Steve. <laughs> um I am undecided cuz I know a lot of times people are in jail for things they didn't do and that
0: I know or really, really shitty awful. like really steep senses for like marijuana possessing Yeah, They're getting better at that. But you know, if you kill somebody anyways, sorry, I got on a tangent. That's okay. That's what we do here. Yeah. So I
1: can't tell where Amy is. She's somewhere on the property. Um, I think she's outside. I don't recall her ever being inside the house. Really? Steve was inside the house with Jewel when she was talking about her things going missing and stuff, but I don't
0: I may have just, it was so dark.
1: It's hard to tell.
0: Well, it it seems like most of the activity doesn't take place in the house. Right. It's on the actual, in the park. So it would make sense that most of her investigation was there. Yeah. Yeah. So um,
1: she says she doesn't feel good and she's getting pain in the back of her head and neck. Probably where she was shot. Mm -hmm. She thinks that a woman between 14 and 16 years old was hit here. She seemed to be from around the 1940s. Mm-hmm. This was in 1935. 35. Uh, she feels a bad person here. It's a male and the woman knows him and his intentions are not good. Mm-hmm. Amy's really hurting. She says she can feel the blood in her mouth and the pain is horrible. She believes this female was abducted or murdered. And I said, ding, ding, both. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said this was a case of blind rage.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: so now we're going to go to the sketch Uh, Amy wants to have the sketch drawn of the teenage girl who was murdered Mm -hmm. she's the one that stands out to her the most and when he says Amy is this what you saw I don't think she should have said yes because when I saw this picture I uh, laughed out loud do you see it? yep (laughs) (laughs) this
0: This looks like, like a a newer artist, like a set, like a ten year old, yeah, doing a self portrait. It looks like
1: a picture I would have drawn of Farrah Fawcett when I was exactly. eight years old. Yep, exactly. With the hair, uh huh. I the teeth. I was laughing so hard, and then the other picture I just put in is what she actually looked like. I don't know who that man is that she's with in the picture. I don't think that's him. That doesn't
0: look anything like her. No. That and looks they were nothing like nothing like her
1: nothing like her and they were like oh yeah that's definitely her that's definitely her anyway her, we'll get I, to that in the reveal but okay no i'm sorry but yeah. this is a fail amy <laughs> not you amy other amy. no i know yeah yeah so amy uh this is the reveal now amy goes first she tells them what she saw that she was really it was really overwhelming was it the reveal were, is it chris and oh it's Jewel? chris and, and Ma- yeah Joel. okay, is okay. Is um they go uh she says there were at least 12 conscious entities who were here she says too many to go through and tell you about all of them so i'll just go to the main ones first is the little boy who's eight or nine he's the guard he watches everyone coming and going you'd see him as a blob Mm -hmm. and then chris talks about his son who has felt someone following him and she's like that's probably him then she says there's another dead male adult lots of anger and rage And she said, if a living person was exposed to that energy, it could give them intense anxiety, like they're being stalked. Mm -hmm. And Steve mentioned that um, some of the workers have experienced this. And then there's the very old strange thing that's eight feet tall in robes. And he's trying to warn and protect, which she said, I found freaking fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) I was really uncomfortable at first. So he's actually someone who's trying to warn and protect, which I found freaking fascinating. And then I don't think this is part of this. Um, uh, Steve talks about how Chris feels something on his neck when he's mowing the tractor. They speculate it's his dad. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're implying that it's the same unhuman thing in the robes. Yeah. But they bring it up right at the same time as if it they are. Okay. But I don't think that's what they mean. So uh, she says there's an overwhelming sense of fear, uh, of sadness and despair. She got that two deaths happened in the 60s. They show Steve and he just smirks. So Steve's just like, nailed it, you know. Um, She says, it seems like a weird place for a park because the energy is so bad. Mm -hmm. And Steve says he thought it seemed weird, too. And then he tells her about the heyday of the park and the two boys who died. Mm -hmm. And he also says, uh, talks about the historian, how she had her own issues, her own experiences. Pat. Pat,
0: yep. It's Pat. (laughs) Do you remember that from Saturday Night Live? I do. The androgynous (laughs) Pat. Yep.
1: (laughs) So Steve wants Jewel and Chris to tell Amy why this is an important place for him. And they talk about how her husband, his dad, had bought the place and tried to get it up and running. And she said, nothing worked, so we just had to give up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Chris says he wants to preserve the property just the way it is.
0: Or have the land.
1: Or have the land fix itself. Fix itself. Uh, Amy says she knows that they have paranormal investigators here. And I'm like,
0: how does she know that? Probably the when ghost they told tell? her.
1: Well, maybe the ghost told her. Maybe, maybe. the
0: ghosts were like. Dt dubs um, yeah <laughs> we're not cool with this we're it's not okay Did but she told him no really no she didn't
1: or and if, this is what I found really freaking yeah. fascinating to use her term freaking fascinating Chris admits that they he admits that they do this but then they just moved on to another scene they never she never says anything I don't know if they cut it or what happened mm-hmm. but I'm guessing they cut something and they would wrong, have to it cut seemed it weird because she it is not weird. the type to let that go yeah but she says something at the end really we'll get there. Okay. yeah okay so amy says the dead female the 14 to 16 year old girl that was killed by a male uh steve thinks it's myrtle mm-hmm. when steve tells the story myrtle is his mistress this is where the separation thing yep. came in yep. steve pulls out the photo and amy says well i had a sketch done and steve takes that photo out and <laughs> they all go yeah yeah it's the eyes that's her i can see that and i'm like are you people behind what the fuck? yeah <laughs> exactly Oh, listeners, you've got to go. You've got to look at the sketch. I'll try and remember to put the sketch up at the same time. I post everything else on socials early, early on Friday morning. But oh, man, it's a I'm sorry, Mr. Um, Sketch Artist, but I this looks like a drawing I did in fifth grade. Yeah. Yep. So now Amy talks about the covered wagon party and the natives showing up and starting killing everyone. And she believes it was a native attack on what she thought was a white family. Steve tells her about the attack on the Clay family. But like I said, that doesn't seem like it's, it's the same the thing. was not a party. One.
0: I don't feel like that's right. Mm-mm. And There are a lot thing, of holes in this episode.
1: I know. I found that too. Especially because I watched it a couple of times. And the second time I was like, what? Mm-hmm. He tells her about how in 1989, Chris's family was excavating land here and found remains of a bunch of people. And a lot of them were children.
0: I'm wondering if maybe a Native American burial ground. Yes,
1: because I saw in an article that there was some kind of plague back in the 1400s, 1500s mm-hmm. maybe and thousands of children died and they were all buried
0: on this land. That sounds like a Native American burial ground. Yep, yep.
1: And I thought it was interesting that Amy mentioned a couple of times that the that the families that were killed, family or families that were killed, were white. Mm-hmm. And I when I looked at some articles. Chris's last name is White. The family's name is White. Really?
0: Yeah. So maybe it was his ancestors. Yeah, could have been.
1: I mean, it's just maybe a coincidence, yeah. but.
0: Mm-hmm. Or coincidence. So then, yeah.
1: So then Chris gives us potential title for the episode. He says, maybe it's an amusement park for the dead.
0: <sighs> okay, dramatic. I know. But I do like that title. I do too. So Amy says that the
1: natives are still here. They're still upset. They're still active. They did not want her doing the investigation. She said they might make the living feel intimidated and nervous. Mm -hmm. They resorted to making the living sick and making them hurt one another. The male associated with the property is having a heart attack or heart issues. And that's when mom pipes up and says her son died of a heart attack, but he had 26 heart attacks before he died.
0: I didn't even know that was humanly possible. How can you live through 26 heart attacks? No wonder he died. His heart was probably like, I can't do this anymore. It was probably Swiss cheese by the time he died. Yeah. 26. 26 heart attacks. Unless they were like extremely minor. Yeah. But still, a heart attack, a heart attack, a heart attack.
1: There can be some minor ones where like you don't even know that it happened and you go to the doctor for something later and they're like um you've had like four heart attacks
0: that's what happened to my dad he had a stroke and didn't even know it and he went to the doctor years later and they're like btw um you had a stroke and my dad just casually dropped it in conversation to me one time on the phone and i'm like um that might be something we we maybe circle back to that (laughs) and talk about it he maybe didn't want
1: to upset you yeah
0: but yeah he's he's okay now he's okay oh yeah he's okay. we're, we're, we're back on track. We're back on track. Okay, yep. cool. I'm glad I he's do. okay. He is okay, thankfully, yes.
1: So uh, Amy, where are we? Oh, Amy said she saw him, the brother, with all the heart attacks. She saw him on the walk. And um, and Steve says to Chris and, and Jewel, how do you feel about him being here? Is that comforting or is that scary? And they says it's fine. He's protecting. He's protecting mm-hmm. us. Amy says the natives are at the house. They can interact with others and show themselves. She talks about things warrior. being moved, and yep. And Jewel says that happens a lot. And then she, Jewel, describes the warrior that she saw, and Amy says basically the Native Americans think this is their land. And I yelled, mm-hmm. "It is. It is their land." <laughs> and they wanted it back, and they don't want anyone here. Mm-hmm. And their goal is to get these people off the land. Mm-hmm. And she says they did affect the uh, son brothers' mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris wants to resolve it by moving mom off the property. He is beating this dead horse. Yeah, he is. And she says, I don't feel it's me they want off the property. <laughs> Ooh, mom's <laughs> throwing some shame. <laughs> Everyone just looks at each other and Amy puts her fingers together like, like, hmm, this like, is going to get good. So the then, yeah, exactly. And then they just cut away. <laughs> Like, come on. Come on, you guys. So anyway, they play Should I Stay or Should I Go? We all know they're not going anywhere. Uh, Amy really surprised me by saying, it's hard for me to say to stop doing the investigations here because I feel like it should be investigated. Interesting. Yeah. But she asks them to really screen people that come in because Mm -hmm. you don't want any antagonistic people. Looking at you, Bilbo. Like back Zagans. So... After every event or investigation, they need to leave an offering. Mm -hmm. And Steve asks, what should they leave as an offering? And Amy says, these natives are very hands-on. They are guiding people. And they, they, Chris and Jewel, will know what what they should offer. So they'll tell them. And Steve goes, you sound like you both know. They both look at each other and go, yep, yep, yep. And Steve goes, you sound like you know what she's talking about. And they both said they do. He's Mm -hmm. like, well, you're ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. So I would love to know what that is. Right, right. But she would like to see, Amy would like to see the murdered girl get moved on, call a medium and have them bring move her on. They promise to t- take her advice and they seem super relieved. They're all smiles, you know, knowing what they need to do. So Chris and Jewel are now asking visitors to bring offerings to the Native Americans and mm-hmm. the negative activity has decreased. Good. So not mentioned in the show, but either in the articles I read or the other shows I watched. Um, Chris's dad worked at the theme park when he was a kid and that's why he wanted to restore it.
0: Oh, okay. So he had like emotional ties to it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And also not mentioned, he did restore it and it was an open running theme park from 1985 to 1988. So why did it close? Well, one article said that it closed down because insurance got too expensive for them to keep it running.
0: Just go class action park and make your own.
1: Yeah. I'm guessing that um, they... That it kind of fell into disrepair when he got sick because he had yeah. colon cancer. I don't know mm-hmm. how long he was sick, but anyway, the article states that Gaylord White is his mm-hmm. Chris's father became the owner of the property. worked at the amusement park when he was a teenager, so he desired to reopen the park. Sure, White kept the park open for three years, but astronomical insurance forces caused him to close the park. Mm-hmm. White then planned to use his land for mud bogging. His plans prompted archaeological fields from teams of Marshall University and Concord College to launch a a rescue excavation in 1988. Mm -hmm. The field teams uncovered more corpses and over 25,000 artifacts. Gaylord White permitted the field teams to conduct a second excavation during the summer of 1989. During the two excavations, the field teams discovered 23 to 25 children's corpses. Mm -hmm. Archaeologists estimate the approximate that approximately 3,000 Indian bodies remain in the ground. Wow.
0: Yeah, definitely a burial ground. Yeah,
1: yeah. So there was another show I watched called Most Terrifying Places in America, and it was mm-hmm. really over the top. It was like, and then, dun, 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 It was really annoying. But that's where they talked about the little girl on the swing. Okay. And that she was hit by a truck and she's still there on the swing. And then mm-hmm. there was another show called Ghost Lab. They did the mm-hmm. same. There was another one called Portals to Hell, and that's the one with Karina, ooh, Karina, Katrina? Katrina. Uh, Jack osborne and Katrina. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, um that was a really good episode. I'd say if you're going to watch any of these other ones, watch mm-hmm. that one. I
0: haven't seen their show, but I've seen it on like Discovery Plus.
1: I've watched a couple, and they're good. But yeah. what I liked about them for this one, they brought in a Native American shaman really? and talked to him about what was going <gasps> I on there. That.
0: It was really cool. Yeah. They seem like the type, though, to be super respectful. They were very. Not respectful. that Amy's yeah. not. Cause no, cause no, no, no. Totally I know. Is but right.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I looked up the website for this the mm-hmm. park, and they have an event called the Dark Carnival that they hold in October. I don't like. And that. I was like, man, but in one of the episodes, and I don't remember which show it was, Chris is talking to. It might be Portals to Hell, and he says that it was it was in Portals to Hell. He says that he holds this event every year, and all the proceeds go to. Local charities, okay. Local nonprofits. That's I like so, that a little more. That's that makes me feel better yeah. about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, this was a really weird episode
0: because I felt like things didn't there's jive. A, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of inconsistencies, and which is not like the dead files. Usually, they're very right. like cohesive and right. things mold together. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was a little
1: confusing. Maybe it was just edited weird. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, I think we're done. But do you want to throw me a number and I'll do an Alanism for you? Two. Two. Okay, this is in reference to his wedding ring. Okay. When this ring comes off, I don't need this finger anymore. Okay, that's kind of romantic, though. (laughs) It's kind of cute, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for joining everybody. And welcome to our first
0: episode of season three. And do you know what you're going to do next? Um, I will do. Let me just pick a number. Um, I will do season nine. Let's stick in season nine. All right. Let's do season nine, episode one. Uh, That is
1: called Triggered. I am not showing that we've done that one. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Thank you. And happy new year. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the Boopod Network of Super Cool Podcasts. Nailed it. This is just a disclaimer and sort of warning about this podcast. The Activity Continues podcast is in no way affiliated with The Dead Files, its production company, or any of its distributors. We are simply fans that love the show and love to talk about it and dissect it and, yes, make fun of it. But we do love it. And all of the opinions expressed herein are ours alone and have nothing to do with the Dead Files or any of its cast, crew, production, or distributors. And we swear. Enjoy.